Hi and welcome to another podcast with your host, Miriam Khan. Recently, um, I had another new book published and it's a book that I have written a chapter in with 28 other authors, all from the Middle East area, all from different lives, different backgrounds. The book is called She's Remarkable and it's a book that I started working on last year when I got involved with Mini speakers and expert speakers and uh, it was an amazing opportunity last year last summer when I um, came across this particular um, book and I thought to myself this is something I would really like to get involved with something that I would really like to get um, my teeth into so to speak and obviously at that time I wasn't aware of all the beautiful implications or beautiful um, connections, I guess, that were going to come out of that. And they're still, you know, unfolding to speak. But it was a nice opportunity to, for once, to work with others other than myself. So one of the things that we had to do was, obviously, once we'd signed our contracts and once we'd decided on the different, um, you know, particular um, deadlines and so on, what we had to do, was focus on our particular chapter and focus on what it was we were going to write about. For me, that wasn't going to be difficult. I knew that I had to deal with a very, very difficult topic that perhaps not many people would be um, open enough about. And I had to write about the divorce and I had to write about my own personal experience with the divorce. It was still raw, to be honest with me, at that time. And as I was writing in the summer, I was in the States and it was my first time over there. Things hadn't gone as I hoped they would go, but it was cathartic. Let's put it that way. Really, really cathartic. I found myself just writing it fluently. And as I started typing, the words would just flow out. I ended up calling the book The Final Glance. And at times I would, you know, think, is that the right title? But it was because there were times when I did glance back at that past, at that life, at the marriage, at the union, and also then the defragmentation of what was my life and what was my journey and what was my situation. And I don't want to do too many spoilers because obviously I want you to purchase the book, but it, for me personally, that chapter was something that was difficult also you know, because you're heaving your heart into your mouth and you're trying to explain particular things that have happened to you on a very, very personal level. And you know full well that once you've written it, it's out there for the public to see. You can't retract it, you can't take it back and so on, you know. And you have to sit comfortably with that. You have to feel okay with that and you have to be at peace with that. And I guess that's one of the things that the chapter definitely did do for me. I was quite taken aback when I had written it. There was just a couple of tweaking, a couple of bits of editing I needed to do. But once I had written that particular chapter and I had gone through, um, you know, the word count because you are restricted to certain um, words to use, you then find yourself in a position of, you know, leaving it to a side, which is what I did. For me personally, writing that chapter was also draining at the same time. I was reliving everything, re 
hushing old wounds, old triggers, old pain that was still rising to the surface. And I didn't know at the time that when I was writing it, how much of an impact it was going to have on certain people that then started to read it through the editing process. And people that were within the company of many speakers, later I found out, were very, very touched by that particular chapter I'd written. The Final Glance, for me, is a chapter that focuses on pain and focuses on abuse, focuses on a marriage breakup, focuses on two different cultures, focuses on lost dreams, lost hope, lost wisdom, and found wisdom too. And it's something that I guess many of us deal with, many of us are aware of, many of us feel But sometimes we don't voice it. Sometimes we don't share it. Sometimes we keep it buried. And sometimes we lock the door on it thinking it will go away. But it doesn't. That's something I realised. Years and years ago, I would have sympathy for people that divorced. But I never really truly understood the situation until you're in that predicament yourself and you are feeling that situation You are in that particular predicament with others and it's happening to you. There is no escape. There's no exit. There is possibly different routes that you can turn to, but some of them lead to a dead end and some of them don't lead to freedom. And I felt it was important to share that sort of feeling of being stumped as to what to do and where to go and how to get yourself out of that situation, because not everybody would understand until they're in your particular shoes, walking your path, walking your situation, walking your life, and having to face that adversity, having to face that pain, having to live through moments of betrayal, and having to understand that, you know, there are some ties that will stay for a long time, and some that will end. And it might sound silly to some people, but also the cultural ties and the cultural differences, even though there's a lot of similarities. But the fact that you yourself are in this as a female struggling on your own, even though you are, you know, very unique, you are strong. That's one thing that many, many people say about me, that I was strong, that I was very outspoken, that I was, you know, uh, somebody that was very smart. And for some of those particular incidences to happen to me, of all people, and to be broken, I guess, um, into many, many pieces by this person was something that my close friends were shocked by, as were as was I. But you have to also remember things that are broken can also be fixed and can be healed and can grow again, a bit like a phoenix, you can be reborn. That's the main message, I guess, I wanted to share in my chapter. I wanted people to know that these things do occur. Manipulation does happen. People can be narcissistic in the marriage. People can be manipulative. And it can be very, very difficult when you're dealing with uh, a marriage in a different country with different rules and different laws in contrast to yours, where you have got the law on your side as a female 
in some countries that's not the case. And in some countries you really have to fight just to be heard. You know, you are silenced. So there was various different things going on with this divorce. It wasn't just a simple case of like, oh, let's get a divorce because we don't have feelings for each other anymore. I had to fight in order to get my freedom. And it took over two years to do that. And the ironic thing that happened after this and during this particular time was I ended up supporting and encouraging and helping other people that unfortunately were also caught in a vice in a similar situation. And not everyone understood the predicament that they were in. Not one, not everyone understood their pain. Not everyone understood how difficult it is to deal with certain countries where the law is not like your home country. And especially when you're female, and, you know, it sounds sexist, I'm not meaning to be sexist, but there are times when the, you know, the guy is basically going to win because of the circumstances, because of the country, because of the politics, because of the way things are set up financially or emotionally, or because, you know, um, in that particular way, in that particular country, or in that particular tradition and culture, that is the way it always will be. No matter what the law says in black and white, the reality is a completely different thing. So it's interesting to come across situations where that is something that we don't often see or hear about or it's very very hush hush you know some women have had their freedom taken from them there are there are cases around the world and in fact when I was going through my situation there were women that I was aware of turning up at the airport of particular destinated countries to try and divorce their spouse and they got arrested at the airport. Some of them are still in jail for false charges, false imprisonment, false, you know, cases made against them from the person they're trying to divorce. And a lot of that was happening and still is happening because these individuals think that they can and that they are above the law. And it is very, very easy to make false allegations of petty, petty things and hold it against the female in that particular country. And the reality is it's because the woman wants divorce. She wants her freedom. That particular individual cannot cope with the fact that she is bringing shame culturally or she is, you know, um, basically telling the truth about the reality of what it's like to be in that marriage with that person. And they want out. They want their freedom. And, you know, understandably, the guy that that lady is married to does not want his business to be known to others. And this is his way of silencing her. And it brought about this importance of voice and speaking up and being heard and I didn't realise, as I said, the implications of my particular chapter. When I'd gone through the editing process of my book, I had people obviously, you know, checking in with me and saying to me, wow, like, wow, you know, I'm sorry that you've gone through this, but this is a very moving chapter. And 
Um, one of the beautiful things that happened recently is we were involved, all of the authors were involved in a beautiful book launch over in Dubai. And I'll put the details for this in, in the uh, history feed and you can have a look on various platforms to purchase the book and to obviously look out for that particular book. It's published in in a Dubai bookstore, but also at some point it will be available on other links as well. Um, I'm sure it would, they'll be feeding it through Amazon at some, some point for people that are wanting to purchase it uh, from different countries. But even at that book launch, I had several people stop me and one particular person, it was a guy actually, uh, pulled me to a side and said, I am so honoured to have met you and to meet you and to know you. And also I have to say to you that when is the movie coming out? Um, your book chapter, I just wanted to know more. I wanted to read more. I wanted to know more. But also you are one of the ones that is, that is basically so brave because you're still alive to tell your tale. And I explained, yes, correct. I'm lucky to be breathing. I'm lucky to be alive, despite the death threats I did in, incur, unfortunately. And this is what I'm saying, that people do not realise when we, sometimes in some cases when we say divorce, society doesn't understand the implications of what happens in some cases, not all, some cases where your life is basically, you know, um, in danger. Whether that person verbally says it, mentally, physically, you know, I realised towards the, the latter part of my marriage that I was married to a narcissistic person and this person did not want to let me go. This person had basically sucked the life out of me or tried to suck the life out of me. And even till the very, very end, I was trying my best to fight as much as I could. And I was thankful and grateful that I was in a position where independently and financially I could do that, but I still needed support of different realms from different solicitors, different people. You're relying on different individuals to help you from different countries and they're not always going to follow the law. They're not always going to take your fees and use it appropriately and so on. And you learn the hard way. And this is what I'm saying to you, that that journey itself, when you eventually do get your freedom and you do get released and you do put that behind you, you end up actually helping others because it's not over. And that's one of the reasons why I ended up coaching quite a lot of women who had got in touch with me. And it was almost like they were being um, ushered my way. One lady I knew who had been married a lot longer than I had, had a very, very similar situation, got in touch with me to say, please, can you just help me because I'm just getting nowhere. I don't know what to do. And I ended up helping her. Of course, it's the right thing to do. And then there was another woman, then another woman, then and all of these individuals had the same situation involved with the similar style country, similar style um, situation and it was just becoming more and more apparent that this is a lot bigger than I realised and obviously you know those particular countries have got an issue clearly you know but it was the foreigner that had married that person from that country that was getting themselves 
in a, in a you know vice and wanted out they wanted their freedom they wanted to be released they no longer were in a marriage it was a financial situation or it was a, one of abuse and i've discussed on my podcast previously abuse can come in many many forms and it's been quite a roller coaster helping those particular women because understandably i was still going through my own trauma myself but i made it my duty to ensure that they got through that to the other side and only recently one lady got in touch and said to me hey miriam i got my divorce and as you can imagine the relief the um feeling of great great joy for her absolute joy because like me she'd been fighting the system for over 2 years nearly 3 years to get somewhere and finally when i'd helped her and given her advice and gave her support and told her what she needs to do thankfully she was able to to go through that but how many of us are fortunate you know enough to have that situation not many not many and in many cases as my book title states we give it the final glance we look back we look behind and then we move forward from that situation and you know you'll have to read the chapter um and you'll have to have a look at the book like i said i will give the details about that chapter and about that book in the bio for you to go and have a look at but it was a pleasant journey once i'd finished i must admit i did not look at my book for a while there were people editing it looking at it and then even when it was in print um even one of my close friends looked at it and said you know wow this is something that is very touching and very moving and you need to write a lot more <laughs> so maybe that's one of the books i end up doing another point um at the moment i'm working on several other projects at the at this time and we shall see we shall see about that but you know all of us have situations where we try hopefully to help one another we help people go through difficult times i'm certainly one of those people that will always help and encourage others and i will try my best to support where i feel that person needs it and that particular chapter in my particular book i know will be there for a very very long time and i hope and pray it helps others in these unfortunate predicaments that we find ourselves in and i hope that they gain some strength and they gain some knowledge and wisdom as well as peace and that's also another reason why i wrote it So I hope you managed to find the book and I hope you enjoy reading it and get in touch with me if you are, you know, in a similar situation and need some support and advice. That's all for now. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Mirren Khan, author of The Final Glance in the book called She is Remarkable.